This is Jeanette Muniz from Time Wheel Records, and you are listening to Texas Music Spotlight. The Texas Music Spotlight Podcast, supporting artists and musicians from the great state of Texas. And now, here's your host, Julian. Hi, hello, this is Jules the Human here, and welcome to the Texas Music Spotlight Podcast. Oh my goodness, Happy New Year 2017. 2016 was awesome for us, not so much for the entire rest of the world, it seemed, but we're happy to be back. Season 2, the first episode of Season 2, we're going to be doing episodes every Monday here in the new year of 2017. I hope everybody had a good day. I'm recording this on Sunday, and I had a really awesome show on New Year's Eve night, whatever, the ball dropping and all that. I had a really good time, and I've been tired all freaking day oh my goodness uh <laughs> but it was a good day and i hope everybody enjoyed themselves and didn't get too crazy first off thank you thank you for your continued support even though even when we were out and doing our own thing we had our own sort of stuff to take care of and uh we're back for the for the future I think. I mean, uh, I'm planning on it. <laughs> We're going to be back. We're going to have a new episode every Monday, like I said already. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. If you're not, Texas Music Pod, Texas Music P-O-D, at, you know, all that stuff. Instagram, Texas Music Podcast. You can see all our stuff that we put up for our new artists every week. And this week's going to be a little different. This one's called The Round Table, if you didn't notice. That's not a band, but we'll get to that in a little bit. But thank you to our very first sponsor of 2017, Vapure Hookah Lounge, uh, located at 5431 Grissom Road here in San Antonio, Texas. Vapure Hookah Lounge has been a big supporter of the Texas Music Spotlight and the music scene in general. We have Ian on the podcast a little later. But if you are a vapor here in San Antonio, Texas and or the surrounding area, check out their selection of juice. They have 10 bucks juice, which is 50 mils of juice for $10. That's a lot of juice. And I just noticed that 10 bucks, that's why they're called 10 bucks, I guess, because it's $10. That's great. I, I did not. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> they also have uh, the beard brand. $20 for 60 mils of juice. And that's just a lot of juice. That's really cheap. And that's awesome. So if you're listening to this and you need some juice for your existing, you know, setup, go down to Vapure and check them out. Also, if you're a new vapor, if you're smoking cigarettes currently, stop. Don't do that. You're gonna die. Well, we're all gonna die in, you know, whatever. Anyways, stop that. <laughs> and, uh, and head on down to Vapure. They have, uh, for this week, the whole first week of January, they're going to have a special going on for the New Year's. Uh, $20 for a starter kit when you buy a bottle of juice. So you get an entire setup. They're knowledgeable. They're a great group of guys that know what they're talking about with vape. If you buy a bottle of juice, so you can get the 10 bucks juice, 50 mils of juice for $10, and a starter kit for $20. So that's $30 your setup. Got a new setup. All the juice you need. And I'm sure it's fantastic. So if you're looking to start vaping, go ahead and check them out. Thank you again to Vapure eHookah Lounge for being our first sponsor of the year. And if you'd like to be a sponsor, if you have a product or business or band or EP or something, something you want me to tell, talk about, um, go on down to our Patreon. We have a new Patreon starting in 2017 patreon.com slash tms podcast patreon.com slash tms podcast that's where you can become a sponsor you can uh you know get me to talk about stuff you can also you know if you're if you don't have something you can also support us there that'd be great you can support the podcast the the people that are supporting musicians here in uh texas so it starts uh, at $1, $1 will get you a question in our questions tank, uh, that we ask our musicians. We can, you know, there's some that are, uh, follow, we will follow you on Instagram and all that Twitter, all that craziness. Uh, you can get me to say something stupid. If you want me to say something stupid or give a shout out to somebody, there's, there's a tier for you there. I think that's a silver tier. Uh, you can be a silver tier patron 
and uh, get me to say something stupid or, or shout something out. Um, and then we have higher tiers for uh, becoming a sponsor and things like that. So patreon.com slash TMS podcast. Help us out a dollar at least or uh, anything. That'd be great. I would love you. And that would be awesome. And you get exclusive content to our podcast you know get to see some exclusive stuff before anybody else and that's pretty awesome at least go check it out see if uh anything interests you if not it's cool but um you know that's something new we're doing so yeah this podcast was a whole lot of fun we had a oh my god it was it was crazy it was good good vibes good energy the all around it was it was great it was us me ian the owner of a peer, Jeanette, who is a, a first timer for the podcast, so uh, she'll introduce herself, and Oscar Moreno, um, another alum of the podcast. And it was just us talking about the music business, the music industry. It was just, it was, it was a great talk. It had a lot of fun. I hope you had a, uh, have a good time listening to it. Let us know if you like it. If you do like it, and you want to hear another one of those, that would be awesome. And uh, just let us know, and we might do another one. But for now, it's just the one, and I hope you enjoy it. So, yeah, let's uh, throw it to uh, past Jules, <laughs> and uh, he'll get you started on the Roundtable podcast. Thanks, guys. Just have just have just have Ian talk as a baseline. Alright. Okay. I'll just do Seinfeld. Yeah. Boom, yeah boom, 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 boom. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I say for the entire interview. Cool. So we're here. We're doing a thing. Um. Why don't we? I guess introduce everybody. What what who who I have here? I'm Josie Human, the host of the Text Music Spotlight. You know what I do and all that. Play in Volcan 2, Deer Vibe, Trick Skulls, all that. Play trombone, do the thing. Uh, this guy. Uh, I'm Ian Stavis. I'm the owner of Vape Here. The list is pretty short, I guess. That's <laughs> <laughs> all good. I'm also really good at Galaga. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I mean, something. <laughs> Trying to make my list long. <laughs> Into Galaga likes the long walks on the beach. Yeah. It's a Scorpio. <laughs> Looking for the right kind of cancer. I'm scared of the dark. That's it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> What's the right kind of I guess thyroid's pretty curable, so that one. I'll go thyroid cancer. It's, it's like the sign. Oh, no, I, yeah, but it's the oh phrase. <laughs> and scene. Okay. It's going to be great. Boom, 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 boom. You're, uh... <laughs> All right, let's go. Keep going. Uh, hi, I'm Jeanette Munis, and I am the host of Live and Local on KRTU. Uh, I work for Time Will Records. I'm a band manager and also a musician. And I am Oscar Moreno, um, photographer, local music. I play bass in Volcan and hey, Hyperlight, and yeah, that's it. Yeah, I, you're super cool. I'm not. I'm not that cool. I think. Yeah, you're right. It's an average cool. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm an, I, I guess I'm an. Yeah, I'm an above average. I'll, I'll take. Yeah, I'll you take. Above you're like a B plus sure. cool. I, I, I give it a yeah, solid B. I'm always been a B student. <laughs> right below the line of mediocrity. So I know, man. That hair, dude. That, I love it. That's at least B plus. <laughs> that's at least B plus. That's a pitch up a letter grade. That's, that's, a, that's a good feature about me. That all right. <laughs> Um, it's so, gonna be very painful. Well, right. uh, no. <laughs> no, it's okay. Uh, it's uh, whatever. Um, kind of want to talk about uh, some stuff that we're, we uh, about the music scene, I guess, and then some some of uh, what Ian had uh, posted a, f- a while ago. Now it's been a while trying to get this together, and then Oscar, what kind of what he, uh, some of his ideas, and then Jeanette, see what you kind of have uh, have to say about that. So I kind of want to start off with. Um, Ian, I know you posted something about um, you are a venue owner in the music scene right now. You do. It's yeah. a vape shop, uh, and hopefully soon. What is it going to be? Uh, uh, food truck with gourmet grilled cheese and bubble tea. So, yeah. yeah, it's going to be great. It's another thing to add on the list. The, oh, yeah, there we go. Yeah, future owner. I guess current owner, technically, of sound bites. Soundbites. All right, plug it doesn't in. translate. Yeah, he's doesn't doing finger guns. Yeah, he's doing radio as well. Doing as the I thought it would, but the gestures there. But yeah, you're, you're a uh, venue owner here, and and I remember you posted something on Facebook um, asking about mm-hmm. what venue owners can do to make it better, or like feedback or something like that about what 
the people are doing wrong right now or, or, or what, what kind of feedback did you get from that? Something that stuck with you or something that you've changed um, here at Vapier or, or what your thoughts on that? I think the biggest thing that I saw, the most common, I guess, like complaint that a lot of musicians had was how clicky the scene tends to be in San Antonio. A lot of people feel like there's a lot of just like clicks and they're pretty strong. You can't really break into them. Um, people feel like only certain people will play with other people and, you know, just kind of this whole thing where it feels like it's less of a music scene and more of multiple music scenes, which obviously it's not as strong together. Mm -hmm. That was like, the biggest complaint that I think people seem to feel. Mm -hmm. um, um, I don't know, for me, I posted that because I feel like a big thing is breaking down transparency between, or not breaking down, I'm sorry, creating transparency between all different people in the music scene in Centennial, be it venue owners, promoters, um, you know, uh, label owners, bands, all that stuff. They should all know what's going on with each other and all look to each other to see what's wrong. Because for me, as a venue owner, I don't play music. Um, I'm not a label owner. I'm not a promoter. I don't know um, what they need. And I think from a concert, there's a lot of different, like, different perspectives. There's an mm -hmm. audience member and they see a concert and they're mm -hmm. like, wow, this is amazing. But the band's like, this is fucking awful. Mm -hmm. This is freaking awful. No, you can fucking okay, cool. do whatever the fuck. All right. Yeah, this is, this is <laughs> fucking awful. Yeah. Um, you know, and then like, or a band, like, this is great. And the venue owner is pulling his hair out because it's just like, you know, it's just not going well for yeah, them. Or right. the, the audience order, numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah this yeah. is awful. Yeah. So there's a lot of perspectives to go into it. And finding what each person wants and finding that compromise, that equilibrium in it, I think is the best way. I told you when you interviewed me the first time. Mm -hmm that I ask every single band that plays here, every single one, at least a member from each band, mm -hmm. what they thought of the venue mm -hmm. from a band's perspective um, and what we need to do to improve to be a better venue because if you're not taking care of the bands, um, if they do play there, it's going to be only because they feel like they need to or to be grudging. Eventually, they'll probably leave and then mm -hmm. a venue without a band is just room, you know, a room. So mm -hmm. it's like, you want to take care, and I think that's the biggest thing. That's why I posted it was I wanted mm -hmm. to know what bands are looking for and I was hoping for other people to join in too, venue owners, Label owners, promoters, mm -hmm. whatever the case may be, to jump well, in. Do you think that was because or they didn't jump in because of that clicky kind of thing? Where it's just like you're va you're the guy from Vapier. I, I, I don't really. Yeah, I'm. Know. It's possible. Yeah. I don't know. People might not like Vapier um, or me or the, you know the thing is you know I mean I'm sure I mean I'm sure there's got to be some kind of like I guess clickish thing for so many people to feel like there's a click, but I never felt like it was too. Strong necessarily, mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah, what do y'all um, yeah, think? I think that is um, an excuse, to be mm -hmm. honest. I think that's something that some people say to kind of um, push aside the fact that they're might maybe not be working as hard as other bands are working. Yeah, true. Uh, yeah. One thing to also consider is San Antonio is a massive city. We are segregated and in many ways, and not in a cliquish way, but you've got people going to like Imagine and Vapure, and those people can't always go downtown, so they can't see those bands, and so it's mm -hmm. a location, it's like a geographical thing, um, and, and I think what the owners can do is I like what you're doing when you're asking the bands, like, hey, what did you think? Because sometimes they're touring. They go back home and say, hey, don't go there, or hey, go there, check that place out. That's a huge, huge part of bringing bands back to San Antonio. Yeah. Um, but one thing and owners can do is set a standard, is say, you know what, um, this band is playing. They're supposed to come and load in at this time, sound check this time and this time, and then you get paid. When you start setting a standard and bands start sort of keeping up with themselves and each other, then that's when music gets better. That's when music is on time, and you can plan your night out, and you can say, okay, well, I want to go to Vapier, but I also want to go to High Tones tonight, mm -hmm. you know? So yeah. that's just a little thing that is more of the base of what you can do. Once that's established, then from there you can grow and spread out like... You know, okay, well, maybe if we had cool flyers, maybe if we did this, then you can kind mm -hmm. of like space out a little bit more. But to say that San Antonio is clickish, to say any music genre is clickish, is the most bullshit thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Mm -hmm. Because hardcore bands have their clicks, yeah. electronic bands have their clicks, and I know one person from each of those clicks, and they all say the same thing. It's not about it being a click, it's about taking the effort and going to another show. Mm -hmm. If you really mm -hmm. feel that way, then get out of your comfort zone and get the fuck out of there. You know, like go and see a band that you don't think you would really like. You might like them. A lot of a lot of bands usually cross over from scene to scene and they end up doing a really good job on that. Oscar oh, sees yeah. a lot of that, I'm sure, because yeah. you go to a lot of different... I've, I've started out in the metal scene and I've saw, I saw, I seen a lot of people like, say... Uh, well, like I guess I guess not really bands in full, but like I guess specific particular members. Like 
I remember me playing in a band called The Ruins, and there was um, another band. I forgot what I contentment. I forgot who it was, but it was Mark Bettis, and it was um, mm-hmm. um, uh, Jonathan James from Junkie. Mm-hmm. So they got out of that scene and got into created junkie, and they crossed over to a different scene. So it's really a matter of making, I guess, being bold, I guess, is Mm -hmm. what you would consider being, is to crossing over from scene to scene, because you get in your own comfort zone. If you're in a specific quote-unquote clique, and you stay there, and you grow within your community of that particular section of this part of San Antonio, which Mm -hmm. was the White Rabbit, and you see a lot of people going and, and flourishing in this scene um but whenever i guess people want to try something else they start looking for other for other places mm-hmm. for other um opportunities yeah uh, mm-hmm. opportunities to uh, uh, to get better do you think there's a difference between i mean i think a big part of it is de- defining the difference between a click and a genre you know if you're putting together a hardcore show band it's most likely going to be all hardcore, hardcore bands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. to, and then I could look at that and say, oh, well, that's clickish because all those bands play together. Mm. It's easy to do yeah, that. Yeah, I think so, it comes yeah. down yeah. to, like, is it, is it just personal preference? Because, like, everyone has a preference in the yeah. genres they listen to and everything they yeah. do in life. Is it personal preference or is it more of just, like, prejudice mm-hmm. against mm-hmm. other genres? Yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, like, I myself, I'm not the biggest fan of country, but it's not that I, like, would never go to a country show. It's just, like, it would have to be a country band. Like, it wouldn't be something I'd feel more inclined to do, whereas yeah. if it was something like, you know, Indie Alternative, something like that, I'd be like, oh, I'll go check that out, you know, but it doesn't mean I would yeah. never go to a People, people show, are so putting that negative, that negative, that negativity into like, yeah, it's it's not preference, it's these people hate this other thing and that that's yeah. that's where it gets like, super intense for no reason. <laughs> and there are also like a lot of publications in San Antonio where people are like, oh, well, they only go with that band mm-hmm. and I'm not going to drop names, but yeah, like, you definitely. know what I'm saying. Yeah. And, and it's that is also a complete false. I mean, the, those publications are not interested in anyone's music. To be honest, mm-hmm. they're interested in advertisement sales, yeah. <laughs> and they're interested yeah. in um, ba- mostly food at the moment. Because what San Antonio is doing right financially, successfully, is food. food. We've got Soundbites. huge food festivals. <laughs> we don't weird. have music festivals the size of like, you know, like food festivals that mm-hmm. we have going on right yeah. now. And so. They, it's not that they don't care about any one genre. They don't care about any of the genres. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if you're putting out an album, cool. That's a story. But, like, you're not yeah. really... It's No one is saying, oh, well, we don't cover that genre of music. Mm-hmm. If you're playing a badass show, then if it's a story, that's all that matters. Yeah. It's not about one particular person. It's not personal. And I think people in the city take it very personally. Do you think that's holding us back? I think that is holding I think, us back. I think a lot of people need to get out of San Antonio and realize that they are so privileged here as musicians. You go to you go to L.A. and you have to pay to play. Oh, every yeah. single venue. And you have to book it years out in advance. Oh, yeah. You know, get out of Texas. That's all. You, you Even some of the rap scene in San Antonio. I was told by, you know, some people that have done rap concerts here that there are people that go, I'm not sure which ones, but they're promoters and you have to pay to get on the bill. Mm-hmm. You know? So, yeah, I mean, it's like, which is a crazy concept to me. I was like, oh, man. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. That sounds a little taboo here. Like, I've never heard of fans that were paying to play. It's, it's called, it's actually called pay to play. Yeah. And um, sometimes they do it differently where they'll say, hey, here's a bunch of tickets. Um, you bought yeah, all of these you tickets. You gotta buy the tickets, yeah. But you have to sell them, and that's the money you're getting back. Like, they, they make it seem oh, like you're wow. doing something that you're not. You're basically doing their job yeah, for, yeah, for yeah, them. Yeah, that sounds like yeah. it. Um, I always tell people, please don't do that. Wow. But if you're going outside of San Antonio, and that's what you need to do, then do it. But here, I mean, it's just as easy as, as saying, well, my friend's in a band, I can open for my friend's band. Yeah. You know? Anywhere else, like, it doesn't it's work not, that way. No, yeah. even, even close... Closer to home, you don't have to leave Texas in Austin, pretty much. It's very difficult to get uh, a show first off, and then uh, money for a show that you're going to be playing. Because I've heard uh, from a lot of te- uh, Austin bands, they're like, well, we're just kinda, we just kind of do the thing, and then and that's it. Mm-hmm. And maybe a couple people are here, but... No, no. No, I mean, that's what that's what Wonder Bitch and Mama Hawk are talking about. Uh-huh. I was a yeah, to you yeah, outside, definitely. we were talking about it, and um, they say, you know, like... It's great because Austin has this huge thriving music scene, but it also has ridiculous amounts of bands. So it's like, oh, you're in a band, like, I don't give a fuck, everyone's in a band. You know what I mean? Oh, "Oh, you're playing a show on Friday, everyone's playing a show on Friday. Like, they don't, (laughs) they're not excited (laughs) by it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, they don't, they don't want to go. Like, if it's not a huge name, 
or it's not South by Southwest and they're kind of right. like stumbling in the drunk, you know, it's yeah. just like they don't, they don't care. There's well, a, million a lot of those time. people are coming to San Antonio. Yeah. You know, I've got so many bands that are like, oh man, I'm coming to San Antonio because like you guys care for yeah. one, you yeah. know, it's not like they're getting lost. Like they do, like you said, up in Austin. I do think uh, we could care more, which kind of gets into the next topic about um, people. I think we talked about on your show, and or it's just a general general thing that that's a hot topic that's been happening where people just aren't going, getting out there, going to shows and stuff, and the whole the whole uh, money thing uh, hinders them, makes them stay home. Uh, some other factors are. are I think you said it too, uh, Ian, when we talked at some point where it's just like everybody just finds an excuse. Like any little thing will, will keep them at home. Like what what can people or what can music people, I guess, do to get people out there that, that you know, can help I San Antonio? bands need to sort of step up their promotion a little bit. Oh, yeah? I mean, the, there's a great trend of like video promos. That is not a new thing. It's not yeah, a new thing at all. Rivers Want yeah. is killing yeah. it. Yes. I don't yeah. care yeah. how yeah. that man yeah. sounds. Yeah. He puts out a video, I want to go to that yeah. show. Shout out to you know? dudes. I mean, seriously. And I, like, every time I see one of his videos, I'm like, what is that about? Yeah. Yeah. You know, kind of like, make, I, I can make a pie and it could be the best damn pie you've ever had, but if I don't tell anyone about it, no one's going to know. No gonna yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of that, that thing where, you know, Volcan, for instance, mm-hmm. is very unique in their own right and like, they could have their own promotions in certain ways that maybe like Junkie could couldn't do. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, like know what you are Junkie and hone in on that. Push the fuck out of it. I think <laughs> also <laughs> being creative with it too. Like not just settling for like you know like we'll play like four or five concerts. Like doing something a little out of the box with your concerts. Like I know um, Zach uh, Appbum, you know Dolphin Dilemma. He did the Shadow Chaos show here, and that was really cool. We had, like, a 360-degree art display, yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. you know, we had Zylo, uh, Dolph Dilemma, and Seven Skies, as well as Wayne Holtz in the bill, but uh, the three of them, Seven Skies, uh, Zylo, and Dolph Dilemma, they did a 15-minute collaboration set at the end, so they all set up together, and they all played with each other for 15 minutes mm-hmm. after doing three 45-minute separate sets, and it was, like, something kind of different, a little unique, and stuff like that, and... You know, I've always found that those kind of things, or even pairing, like, looking for the art community, bring some artists to your yeah, show to totally. sell it, benefits them, benefits you, um, and communities kind of cross-pollinate, where, like, mm-hmm. you've had a lot of people come here for art, and then they're like, what's that? And I'm like, oh, that's so-and-so. Like, I know one time, I remember specifically, um, was, like, Lonely was playing, it wasn't even an art night, but they came here for something, they were outside, and they got early dig like, local music, and then Lonely Horse started playing, and then my friend was just like, who the fuck is that? I was mm-hmm. like, Lonely Horse, like, oh, those guys are badass, and he paid, he went in, you know, and then he found them on Spotify and he listened to them. So if you can kind of yank them out with other stuff besides music, but then obviously, like, I guess, envelop them in the music because they mm-hmm. can't really get away from it, yeah. a lot of times, you know, they'll like it. Or even if they don't, at least you got them out mm-hmm. and they heard it, you know? So mm-hmm. that's half the battle. I like the I like the crossover between the art scene and the music scene sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's, that's a very, uh, it's, it's, re- it's really... Is very enlightening for people to just are so within their art and the local art community is, I guess it's a little closed off because I don't unless you unless you promote that there's an art gallery happening at somewhere nobody knows about it and it's so obscure I feel, um, and so whenever you bring out artists and even even at Imagine Books and Records they have um, sometimes they have artists displaying their art and they they get to promote in their own way and then they get to hear their music. And it's, such a beautiful thing, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah, yeah, just being uh, a lot of creatives, mm-hmm. people in uh, one kind of space, and then just allowing them to do do their thing, whatever it is, either be art or music, and then just letting them go, and then people enjoy it, and that's pretty awesome. So you don't think it's it's like the audience's fault? You don't think you think it's you think the music? No, no. I think if they, I think the audience is tired of seeing the same band play three times a month. Hmm. I would be I would be less inclined to go see one of my favorite bands if I know they were playing the next weekend true and then you could just be like oh i can see them the next weekend and they're like oh i missed i missed them all yeah i missed them all okay (laughs) no it's up to the bands i mean they're not making shitty movies for people to go out anyway you know they make something good then Mm -hmm. people will go like build it and they will come (laughs) (laughs) it's definitely up to the bands i mean they're the creative source in the first place Mm -hmm. yeah that's good yeah, persistency to you. Yeah. I mean, like, don't just post it once. Cause, yeah. yeah, and mar- don't leave it up to the promoter either. God. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Marketing is tough. 
It's so tough. Yeah, so how, how has, uh, for all of y'all, because y'all do have uh, a presence in the, the scene, I think that's why I asked y'all to come and hang out, but how has social media helped uh, you promote your stuff or, or find things that, I mean, is that, uh, are we going in the right direction with social media and music, or, um, I know most of your stuff is f- photography as well, but, but um creatively is social media going in a good direction do you think or how has it helped uh, just anything social media the thing about that is people are going to very very soon facebook is going to start charging mm-hmm. to invite i people. mean they're already charging yeah. you know like <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, you can it's charge to yeah definitely they've already started it's gradually going to be getting worse yeah. that's mm-hmm. something to consider for many many years social media has always been a free advertisement platform and whether you take advantage of it or not is up to you um i don't i think social media is a nice uh, way of promoting you are you have a lot of options there but i think that you also need to be professional about your work as well you know have have an epk have something that you can refer people to when they send you a message on facebook mm-hmm. and you're not just you're like oh well here let me send you to my website or here's my work email mm-hmm. you know like make it take it seriously and others will mm-hmm. yeah. social media is really tough i mean it's definitely a pay-to-play landscape already um for like advertising stuff like that um you know, I found out the hard way because they don't allow anything vaping or smoking related to be like promoted on Facebook, Google. You know, you really? Yeah. Know that. Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boosted. It sucks. Yeah, we can't. We can't boost anything. We can't. Boost she just. She thing. just learned that a little while ago. So yeah, yeah boosted. Yeah. That. <laughs> yeah, we can't do. We can't do anything with it. That wasn't me. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. Yeah, wow. no, it sucks. It yeah. super sucks. And so, like, all I can do is like post. And they really neuter, like, organic posts. Like, they don't like them. I mean, yeah. they want you, yeah, like, they want you to pay, of yeah, course. Yeah, definitely. So. That's, that's, uh, you see uh, a paid post. You can pay enough money. If you have enough money, you can pay and get people to see your stuff. Yeah. And if you don't pay, But it doesn't take likely. much. I mean, you look no. at Envision Love, they boost every show. Every mm. show, they boost a post. Every Ten bucks. Show. Young mm. Booty Feet, they, they posted that video of Scotty Pippen. Um, yeah, and like insider really secrets, they boosted that for twenty bucks, um, and I mean it blew up. They got seventy five hundred, eight thousand views on it. I think uh, two hundred and like thirteen likes. I gotta see that. Yeah, yeah alert. Alert. they're, they're, they're on the next episode. Booty feet blowing so. up. Yeah, oh there we go. Uh, so, all right, watch out for that Scotty Pippen. <laughs> it's so it's good. A, it's I heard he sent me the. Okay, never mind. It's Spoilers. so good. Yeah. <laughs> so good. I also um, feel like it's kind of like a competition when it comes to advertising because mm-hmm. as social media is a great it's just, it's a great networking platform to get your stuff out there for artists to display their art, to for photographers to distribute their their work, uh, whether it's to the bands or to the public, where like I I don't have a I don't have a Facebook, I don't have a a photography Facebook because everything's out of my own personal Facebook. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like managing a lot of pages is kind of too, it's, 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 it's hectic <laughs> and too busy. I'm always shooting, and I can't keep up with all of it. So, I just keep uh, my personal manager. Facebook. The I manage <laughs> seventeen <laughs> Facebook pages. Okay. No. She's got I feel like I would never God get anything it. done. If seventeen I were to Instagram pages. That is. That is. Yeah. You are. But you know what? Close. Somebody is going to say, "Hey." I, I like what this guy's doing. I like his photography. Where's his business page? Yeah. If they don't see a business page, they're not going to take you seriously. Yeah. That is true, I guess. But I, I, I never, you I never website, really, I never, website. I don't, like, I have a website, but I don't, I feel like. Yeah, but you need that little, that little F on your website. So I do have an F. F on there, though. No. no but I feel like. Uh, okay, <laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh. Um, but yeah, like it, it all, it all links to my personal, which at this point, like I'm not, I'm not looking to capitalize off my photography at all, though it is very, very yeah, tempting. You need, you need to. Yeah, no, and, and like, I, like, I, I hear it Can we talk about, like, can we talk about how you shot the other day? Oh, yeah. I, I, no. The police no? are coming? Yeah, no. no. Who you, no, well, not shot. Can we just turn the show over to how awesome No, I just want to, I want, I want him to say it. Are you trying to incriminate me, bro? No, not that. Don't talk about that. It's about who you photography shot. No, well, I'm just, like, right now, like, at this point of my, like, I guess career, I'm I'm looking to, like, expand to, like, National Acts, and I went to Day for Night, and I shot Apex Toy, and I shot Jork, and... It was a surreal experience, and I'm still shaken up by it. But, like, as far as, like, capitalizing, I feel like with... Anybody can post pictures on Facebook, say, hey, I'll 
uh, $250 for us an hour session, like whatever. But I feel like that's just going for the money. It's not, it's not really for like, like in my, like in my standpoint, I feel like this, the, the, the way I'm doing it is from an artistic standpoint. Like I'm here to help the scene. I'm here to take pictures, of course, for my own personal game, because I want to build a, a solid portfolio. But at the same time, I want to help out this scene. But, but Oscar, you know, it's, it's important also to realize that you are very young and in about 10 years, you're going to still want to be doing what you're doing, but you're going to want to get paid for it. Oh yeah. Cause you're going to want to have a family. You're going to want to have your own house. You're oh yeah. Want to have yeah. Your own and I'm shit. not. When I started music, I was 19 years old making MySpace flyers for other bands because they didn't have them. I went just, just helping out for free because I loved it and it was all I wanted to do. And like twelve years later, I'm getting paid to do that. that yeah, stuff. And, I, and I feel like if I if I do what I'm doing pro bono, like I feel like when I want to capitalize it, it would be easier. Like my, yeah, like my yeah. leap would. You're already be you're, you're already there. there. I know. But I, just, <laughs> I don't think you realize that. I don't Jeremy, want to jump Pokey's over. Mom told me this. You know, Jeremy Pokey, so you yeah, know how like I her word Jeremy. is her word, her word <laughs> reigns supreme because that is the sweetest family on earth. But um, she told me once when I was uh, you know, talking about leap here and stuff because like obviously like. I think everyone wants to help, and everyone, like, they yeah. feel like if they take money, like, it's not helping as much. You know, you don't want to take from what you're giving to. You know, yeah. like, I want to give to the music community, so I feel better when I take money. But, like, you know, the way she phrased it was, like, it's kind of like an airplane. Like, they tell you to put your life vest on and your oxygen mask on before you put your kids. Because if you go to put your kids on, and then you get your kids on, and you crash, you're dead, they don't have a parent, or you can't get it on, you're both dead. At least if you get it on... You're going to survive, you're going to have a better chance of saving your kid, and yeah. then you and your kid can live together. So the music community is your child. Yeah, big mm-hmm. picture. Yeah, you're, it's your big child. Picture. And you're the, you're the parent. You've got to take care of yourself, because there's going to be a time oh, that you yeah. might need it. Yeah, and not, not, yeah. Not, I'm not saying I'm going to do, I'm going to have, be shooting free shows for the rest of my life. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that. Like, of course, there's going to be a time where I'm going to be like, okay, I've yeah. gathered enough, <laughs> I've gathered enough, I can capitalize on it i can i can make profit but while you don't have a you know your own kids and your own like while you are a free agent for the most part you could i think you're speaking from experience a job where (laughs) they say hey you know what here oscar i'm gonna send you to every festival this year and go shoot it yeah go have fun yeah and and that's why that's why i'm starting to broaden my horizons with national acts not just with local like it it was it was just in the last you've done your part with local shit man that's no, you pay your covers. No, no. You pay I, the covers. I, I, I pay my covers because I like, like to support. To like, I know. Like, that's, that's one I thing that I like. I, like, I have. Oh, like I have. I have. Right now, I no. Like right now, I, no, like, right now, I have the capital <laughs> to pay for my shit. I have the capital to go to shows and support the community. I help when I can because I take care of my shit first. And once I've known that I've had my shit together, I can help the community. That's what I'm doing right now. I've, I've been blessed enough to have a, a good paying job where I can focus on my hobby and do it, for, do it pro bono and not having to worry about charging other bands because I have this other source of income that's mm-hmm. keeping me afloat. Yeah. And then once I once I once that moment uh, comes through, uh, I want to say 2017. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's. January first, twenty seventeen. Not my first day. First day. First day. <laughs> Start Three years everything. knew me, and yeah. then like pictures of your rates. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> And, and also 500. Fuck that 250. No. Yeah, you will. 500. You already have a, a website, a portfolio. You have tons of recommendations. Beginning from photographers. You've been featured. Yeah. You're not a beginner. I know. I know. No, I know. I know. I didn't say I was, but I'm saying for beginner photographers, they don't like, they just shoot with their stock lens. They charge yeah. 250. But I know I can get to that point. I can, per, you're per already time. there. That's what you don't realize. Yeah. Perfect time to promote our Patreon page that. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm starting, I guess, uh, in 2017. You can donate a dollar per month, and you get extra stuff, and you can uh, find us on Patreon. I haven't got the link yet. Uh, you know, I'll post it on Facebook and uh, Twitter and all that. But a dollar a month. There's going to be four episodes a month. Or you can, or you can uh, do more. Five, ten, whatever. But a dollar a month gets you extra stuff. And I'll figure that out when we do it. Anyways. Yeah, at least do that too, Oscar. Let's do look, Patreon. Look, look, at, look at that. That was a good plug. That was a great plug. plug. That was Oscar M. Photography. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, website. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, You're going to be fine. You're going to make yeah, it out of here. Yeah. I know. I, I know. <laughs> I'm confident I will. I'm just, I'm just doing my part. Well, and, and also too, like, I mean, I've 
I have known so many bands that have taken photographers on tour with them. Mm-hmm. You know, I know we've had this conversation before where it's like oh, yeah. that in itself is a job, yeah. you know, where you're just kind of like, hey, I'm going to go with you to Dallas, and in Dallas I'm going to go with this band to this place. And, mm-hmm. I mean, before you know it, you're 27 and you don't know what your <laughs> middle name is. <laughs> I'm not speaking from experience, but I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> just At what point in the tour do you forget your middle name? What is <laughs> Turns out I don't have one. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, I know. I'm this is cool. an, this is an intervention. Yeah, this is what you call in here. Yeah. I yeah. hate you, Julia. I think uh, you know you can't say anything wrong, bad here. This is a safe space, and uh, we're just we just here <laughs> to. No, but honestly, I mean, like you were saying earlier, how privileged people are to be musicians in San Antonio. I mean, yeah. it really is people like Oscar. That, like you know, where else are you gonna find in a city where a guy goes to like every like there's there's nights where you best be like, what's going on at Bay Pier? When's like this person playing? I'm gonna go this time. You're like, okay, I've got five other shows I need to go to tonight, so I'm gonna try and make it go. <laughs> like, what person's like, this is for free? I'm gonna drop and like some of them are downtown, and then, and then and he's here, gonna play with and full imagine, yeah. and then K23. <laughs> yeah, they oh, have the yeah, five crazy, shows, man. and then like shoot shots real quick, and you're out, and then like it's it's crazy. You come, and then yeah, I just pay the cover at every single one. At his own show. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You go to Volcan, <laughs> you pay the cover, and you're just salting, like, yeah, the whole time on it. Like, I mean, and it's like you're not gonna find that. In many other places, you're not gonna find like you know, no no city's got an Oscar Moreno, and no. it's like it's people like you, Come on, or like, and or Jeanette, you know. Well, I think or San Antonio is special because it gives you that drive, it gives you that option of like, hey, I can do this for fun and like see if this is something I really want to take as a career, and 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 if not, then like there's 50 million other jobs in this city to do, mm-hmm. and and it's it's um. It's, it's very rewarding if you choose to embrace it, mm-hmm. but it's a challenge. It's not easy. If you have a family, if you have plans of, you know, doing other things, mm-hmm. don't bother because this is a life commitment mm-hmm. sort of career. This is, this is... And I think that's the other it. thing, too. I think a lot of people... I think the reason why the clickish thing and all that stuff, um, you know, like any kind of, like, things that people say, it's like they, they want to play music and then they want to live off music. And that is hard to do in the city, at least for yeah. some people, most people. Um, I know there's some, like, Wayne Holtz is grinding. He's, he's got everywhere. He's doing it. I've never well. seen yeah. anyone work so hard. Probably. Wayne Holtz does yeah. everything. Everything. That, that kind of uh, right. right. segues into the, my next topic oh, right. of, uh, I guess, the money situation and uh, original acts versus cover bands. Oh, yeah. What, oh, uh, yeah. Oscar was kind of talking to uh, Miles a little bit, yes. and, and I kind of got into it as well. Not not into it, but you know, we we're just discussing stuff on Twitter, and kind of want to bring it up. Um, what are everybody's, um, I guess, thoughts on a, on cover bands here in San Antonio? I know uh, for me personally, and my father, we said that he, there's a ton of cover bands here in San Antonio. He's played in a, in quite a few of them, and that is quote unquote where the money's at if and, you want to be a uh, full time musician yeah, join a cover band oh, saw Bang and Blink 182 cover band yeah? Bandera Bull yeah like 6 years ago and it was packed right oh it was they were popping oh, people yeah. love the Blink 182 cover band but but why why it's a nostalgia thing it's a nostalgia mm-hmm. thing that's all yeah. thing? it's, and, it's and, a cheap yeah, yeah, nostalgia thing Miles did, it's a did put up a he, he or Subway Center Miles like he yeah. put in a Twitter post nostalgia set Hell, yeah. it, he's, he's right. Like he's there's a bunch of Iron Maiden cover bands. There's Metallica yeah. cover bands. Mm-hmm. There's Blink One Eighty Two Tool cover bands, and yeah. people pay but, fifteen dollars. Oh hate, yeah, I hate the. It just feels like stealing because they use their they use the band's photo, they use the yeah. the mm-hmm. band's logo, and then on the bottom it's like their own band name with mm-hmm. oh covered by whatever, mm-hmm. and then it's just like. Uh, it feels it, for me. I guess I'm a music, musician. It feels really wrong, but like that's what people are like. Yeah. It's like well, kind of disheartening. I think a lot of if you if you go to any cover band, every single person in that cover band is a professional at their instrument. That's true. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's oh, yeah. because they know that that is a real paying job. Mm-hmm. They can yeah. make with four or five people at least six hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Local bands, original stuff. Maybe two hundred if you're lucky. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> and if you're one of the few that really go hard in San Antonio, then you're making a little bit more, but really not by much. Mm-hmm. I mean, like a, a a cover band is going to provide what a full time musician wants, and that is just getting paid the right amount and being able to tour, being able to play every night. It might not be the stuff you want to play, mm-hmm. you know, but still, you're a musician. You're playing your instrument. You're doing your craft. It's that, like, so it's like halfway to the dream, yeah. kind I'm, of. I'm moving like, my yeah, hands like, back and bit. forth. Yeah. 
radio audio, people. Yeah, some some of the some of the greatest musicians I know in town, some of the most prolific uh, musicians I know are in cover bands and like of course are most of them are in metal cover bands and mm-hmm. I mean I, I I speak ill of cover bands but I respect the musicians that are in it and kind of I kind of I'm, I'm kind of torn between the two. Do you think he, do you think they just lost it somewhere where they were just like oh, I I tried to be my own creative person I, I don't then, think so because a lot that. of a lot of these cover artists are are still in very successful yeah, yeah, definitely. bands yeah. Mm-hmm. and so I guess they're doing that for the extra income but mm. at the same time it's kind of in my opinion is stunting creative growth in this city well I don't know about the inherent <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I was going to say I just think they're more of session players like they see themselves as a session player oh yeah well yeah. And like like somebody who goes <laughs> into a recording studio and just plays that one track because that's what they're good at mm-hmm. you know like like you got a bass player who like loves Metallica and like that's his his baby, mm-hmm. you know, and so he's in that cover band. But like that's the extent of that's like the extent of their skill. Like just possibly for some, and a lot of those, a lot of if you really really look at what these cover band people look like, they're usually a little bit older. Mm-hmm. They usually have families. They're that's what I'm saying. Like, do you think they just like kind of gave up on their their quote unquote no, dream they have because they're older? And they can't no? leave and they're being realistic about it. No, I think, yeah, I don't think there's anything necessarily inherently wrong with the cover band. I think it's just the way that they're treated. And they shouldn't be getting paid more than the original, you know. And the reason why they are getting paid more, at least from more my understanding, of, yeah, is because more people are willing to maybe oh, yeah. venture out for the cover band because, like, it's familiarity. You know, like, if I don't know a band, um, like, say I didn't know Volcan, you know, if I didn't know Volcan and it was like, okay, it's 10 bucks to get into the Volcan show, and I have no idea what Volcan is, and I'm like, well, what if I don't like Volcan? Then I spent 10 bucks, and I'm like, eh. you know, but I know I liked, you know, Hawthorne Heights when I was younger. <laughs> yeah, I yes. know. So let's go down yes. now into let's the darkness of my high school years, or middle school years, middle school years. Maybe <laughs> still now. Who knows? Don't I, talk about it. I got ten dollars. <laughs> I got that Nikki FM on Spotify playing. But Wait, um, you would go to a Hawthorne Heights cover band though. Hawthorne Heights government, because the thing is, it's the familiarity. It's like, okay, you know what? I didn't see Hawthorne Heights live ever. It's familiarity. <laughs> Fuck it. You know, I want to scream to Ohio's for love for a second. And so I know when I pay my 15 bucks, I'm getting silence in black and white and hopefully nothing else. You know what I mean? Wow. And I'm going to enjoy it. And so I think that's the thing of like having, you know, the audience, uh, I guess the, the people's internet getting more, a little more adventurous and going out because the venues. You know, I don't know how every venue pays, you know, local bands. Hopefully they pay them all good. I hear some things and, you know, not about any venues in specific, just like people yeah. frustrated. But, um, you know, like they need to, because they're paying out these cover bands more because more people apparently are coming to making more mm-hmm. money. At least that's like in an ideal world, you know? Um, and so they need to find a way to like get those original bands that kind of money. I think that goes back to what, what we were talking about earlier of like the bands themselves need to take a yeah, part in their own promotion. promotion. Cause if yeah. you go to that same show and say, you know what? I was on the event page. I saw a video. I heard their band camp. Yeah. I know what I'm walking into. You're more inclined to spend yeah. that $10. Absolutely. You know? Like, I mean, word of mouth is such a big thing. Even just hearing the name of the band a million times. Like if you hear, you know, if everyone's talking about Volcan, you might not know what Volcan sounds like, but you're like, okay, everyone's talking about it. Like, it's mm-hmm. got to be kind of good, you know? Like trombone people, player, and, yeah, that trombone player, the bass player, yeah, trombone they are hot. That's so They're managers, though. though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sorry, yeah. shameless plug. But um, shameless. yeah, no, it's like finding ways. <laughs> one eighth of Volcan right here. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. And me. Yeah, Ian. Volcan. No, okay. Every time I got to put it on right. Delete every that. time I come in, every time I come in to vape here, Ian. Every every single time. Man, Volcan's so good, man. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, thanks, Ian. Like, Thank you. I appreciate it. But, um, yeah, um, I do feel like uh, the original uh, artists are doing uh, better than the cover bands in the creative way they're promoting, though. I mean, that's that's pretty cool. I see a lot of cover band uh, flyers and stuff not looking that great. And, and original uh people MSP do team. are putting uh, original yeah. <laughs> original bands are putting in the work uh sort of but they can put in a little bit more in into uh how they promote and uh their flyers are pretty like good can we talk about flyers for sure a let's minute. talk about flyers oh, go for it. It, it has this been 2016 so has been the worst year ever we were talking about this before and, yeah and uh-huh. and i get it people died whatever but like the flyer situation <laughs> people get it together not everyone needs to have their logo on the flyer like at all. That's not a thing. Can we stop doing that, please? Yes, yes, please. Just yes, the name? Please. Just the name. It doesn't it's need system. to have a full description of what's <clears throat> happening either. Have a simple picture or a 
backdrop. Just just keep it simple. I'm gonna throw just, a shameless plug for a here. flyer that Elena Lopez made. Oh, Where yeah? is she it? Does I feel like this is the flyers. Flyer. I've seen some uh-huh. bad ones this year. Where is it? 2016 Stop Bad Flyers. There was a, there was. A I like flyer. those punk flyers. I don't I like care. Like flyer peak. <laughs> yeah, this is right. It's just, just kind of. It's just, she it's like a ransom note. Three days after Pokemon Go dropped for a show way back <laughs> in July. <laughs> that, oh, that's oh, the that me. When I saw that, she sent it to me. See, that's thought out. That's creative. She, it looks like she was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. This is it's a, it's a is the theme to this flyer. It's not no. just information. You know, sometimes people like have all these crayons and they want to use every single color and not realize that. There's simplicity in minimalist mm-hmm. minimalism. Yes. All right. It's a good font. Gratifying. A good font. That. Not fucking. Uh, shout out to Elena for good flyers. Kind yeah. Shout out to Elena, whose Instagram is at Elna E L N U H, and it's yeah. only like ten or twenty bucks a flyer. She's <laughs> yeah. playing a high tones January twenty eighth. Oh yeah, and she's playing a New Year's Eve show too. I think with her new band Elna, yep. which has got two members of Booty Feet in it. I think no one really? can. This is coming else. out after. What's that? Tofu House, right? What? It's coming out. That's it, which one? Tofu House? Yeah, Tofu House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I started a place called Meat House. Oh, really? You started you? a place? <laughs> Just uh, kidding. What? <laughs> 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 oh, 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 I get it. House. I get it. I get it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> your voice <laughs> had the laugh track in. Dude, where's your laugh track button? I need a laugh track right now. Like a Zayn. I'll edit it in later. It's in post. Okay, yeah. Just every time I say something, ah. you like every time I cuss like a sheep. Like, ah. <laughs> That'd be so dope. Maybe that would be better if I did that. But that would take like three more hours. Zany noises, zany noises of the radio hosts. Like that's like well, the cover band that, of radio yeah. hosts. You know what I mean? Like, I should do it on my phone. Thank you for saying that. Oh, I, I can. Worse. I can do that. I just feel like <laughs> people ask buzzing. me that. They're like, Soundbite and stuff. I'm like, because I'm an actual yeah, like yeah. I'm an music adult. journalist of 31. I don't know. I can talk and about this. Is not Mix 96.1. <laughs> Sorry, love yeah. you. Oh, uh, yeah, it's, it's throwing shade. I was gonna say, can I Kanye West this and like sure. call someone out? Yeah, of call it. Shake, shake, shake. No, HEB on Gilbo, fuck you. No, no, Buddy Buzz, you owe me yeah. money. <laughs> Come on, please. Oh, God. <laughs> Seventeen, Ben Ryan. Throw someone <laughs> under a bus on the show. You know oh what I mean? Like, so, awesome. uh, yeah. Uh, any? I mean, we've been going for a little while. I don't know if you want to uh, have anything. Any last uh, thoughts or anything? I feel like stuff? I feel like this is such a close to the end of the year. Maybe we should talk about what happened. Yeah, let's let's. Uh, uh, how did how did oh, everybody, how, you how did everybody's like 2016 that. go? Um, it was horrible. Yeah, it was yeah. fucking <laughs> tragic. Yeah, it was but <laughs> but personally. Other than like, yeah, did you the entire mess that was everything? We're gonna, I'm gonna try and forget it as soon as 2017 comes. But like personally, did you achieve some goals that you thought that you wouldn't achieve? Did you? I died um, for two weeks. Some stuff. What? I died for two weeks. You died? died? No, I died. Yeah, that's what I heard. I practically heard. heard It's synonymous. It's synonymous. Let's be honest. You heard what I meant. Yeah. (laughs) Not what I said. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I died for two weeks. That was (laughs) cool. Did how oh, you died? Yeah, I died. Oh, he's still on it. He's still like, like you died. I, 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 I've noticed. Diet, you bro. You like, sounds, I feel like that's like do a you need, very. Do you need <laughs> I died. It like yeah. Yeah, how did yeah. how did you come out on the other end? You felt better, or did you like it? Did, um, obviously, you're, you, you you're not doing it anymore. Like, oh wait, what? I looked in it. Yeah, you do. Oh, you're so like I, when when I, when I get when I gave you that <laughs> hug, it, there wasn't that Papa Bear hug. Oh, it's kind of lacking there. I was like, wait. You were, you were, there was more of you. Yeah, there's less of you now. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Well, I hope, like, less of the bad, I guess. Like, more of the good. What'd you eat right now? You ate fucking... Well, I haven't eaten it yet. There's Dickie sitting at my mix. Well, I guess that is one of our mixes. Yeah, it's waiting. Just just tantalizing. (laughs) So you dieted for two weeks. That's cool. Yeah, that was, um... Someone else you opened, yeah, you opened Vape Pure? Oh, yeah, I opened Vape Pure in 2016. You opened it? Yeah, and then, um, yeah, Food Truck's coming in 2017. But yeah, opening Big Beer was, was super sweet. First business um, in 2016. It's been growing in 11 months. And I've got to host a bunch of ridiculously amazing concerts and meet a bunch of cool people, bring art scene out here. Um, still trying to bring cinematography scene. So any cinematographers that want to show their stuff off, that'd be awesome. Um, I got to meet just a bunch of people and get integrated into a lot of things, I think, in the music, the art, and all the other mm-hmm. communities in San Antonio. And it's really cool, and it's allowed me to kind of, like, I guess have 
kind of an empty canvas because that's how I view vape here both for me and for the people that play here I was really happy because I think it was someone from House of Kenzo they went up to someone that I knew at like Limelight I think it was Limelight I don't know it was, it was somewhere on the on the strip and they went up to them and they were just like have you heard of this place Vape Pure cool and that first it was actually Mandy um, oh okay yeah. yeah she's like yeah I go there all the time yeah. I play Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> there Dungeons and Dragons every um, which plug for the Dungeons and Dragons if yeah, you're looking to join the cult of John no, Gore. No, we don't need him. Yeah, you got too many people. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> yeah, no, she was like, oh, I really got to go to that place because I hear they let you do like whatever you want, like as a musician. Well, you can kind of, and like it's really cool to hear that. Dungeon, yeah, I mean, do, every, do whatever you want. Haunted House of Holtz. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, yeah we had the Haunted House of Holtz oh, where Wayne Oh, Holtz. I hate that I, I missed that. that. Yeah, it was a banger, I'm not going to lie. It was, uh... I'm not going to say who did it on the air, wow. but our toilet ended up shattered that night. So hmm. if that says anything about the night, our toilet ended up it shattered. It was a crazy, but Wayne, I mean, Wayne is, he's incredible. Like, he came, because we, I had the idea, I was like, Wayne, Good. Was, someone shattered your Someone toilet? shattered the toilet. Back up. Yeah, no, like the entire Literally toilet, a, the entire toilet, just, that, the, the whole top tank just gone shattered <laughs> it was it was a very interesting night and i mean we had like because you know i had the idea i think a month before that i was like i wasn't uh it wasn't the haunted houses it was just like wayne holt's halloween show like you can't go wrong with it and then i had the idea for the name of haunted house of holt's and i guess he was just like let's actually do a haunted house <laughs> so the entire carpeted area of the pier was a haunted house and then the wood was a concert and you had to walk through the haunted oh, house shut up. it was so cool wow. it was so yeah. fucking cool Damn. um i had to go on a Rooftop, damn it. <laughs> Rooftops, those yeah, are so cool. bottom sure. bracket thing, right? That was my idea. <laughs> I love you, Burgundy. Cut that out, all right. Uh. But, yeah, no, it's cool, like, being able, you know, same with, with Zach, because, I, I, you know, I had the idea for the collab set, and then Zach had the idea for all this other stuff, like, 360 art display and all stuff, and so, like, you know, they always ask me, like, well, you know, what do you want to do? And I'm like, well, this isn't my show, you know what I mean? This is my place, but not my yeah. show. So, like, within reason, of course, like, they're just, like, I want to bring a goat on stage and, like, sacrifice. I'm, like, well, probably not, at least not until, like, mid-2017. You know what I mean? Like, let the landlord get used to us first, yeah. and then we'll go ahead. I got a goat. You got it? Do you have a goat? I'm ready. Oh, all right. Well, all right. Jeanette Munez is going to, or Munez, sorry, on, what, June 26, 2017, sacrificing a goat at Vape here. Yo, you heard yeah. it here first. You heard it, yeah. This is, this is the inside scoop. It's a ram. Yeah. <laughs> it's a whole god. How are you going to just bring... You've got it by the horns. Those things are incredibly strong. I just, just do, do it, it once a year. Do it now. Once do it. That's how KRTU keeps alive. It's like cabin in the woods where you have to sacrifice the blood to the gods. The Trinity game just drinks it. And it's like, fun the program more. I'm happy. <laughs> Shout out I'm to good. Trinity Dean, whoever you are. You were whatever. so close. <laughs> that's okay. Oh, that's I got serious. it. That's oh, almost what happened. Start the Patreon to donate another ramp. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Please, they're but, getting expensive. Uh, you do it on that rooftop at our pace every year. Do you just <laughs> spray it out? It's like a guar concert. <laughs> ram. <laughs> God. Everyone at the Pearl is just like, oh. <laughs> that's how they get that pretty glow. And then you just throw the carcass in cured, and they do what they need to do with it. Like, damn, that's real. Uh, I feel like we got off topic here. No, yeah, yeah. Fuck HEV at Gilbert. Let's get back on that. Yeah. Let's get back on. Well, um, yeah. so what? The, uh, yeah, yeah. Twenty sixteen. Uh, I'm talking about. We're, we're talking local stuff. We're talking yeah. sure. the best stuff <laughs> got, that happened uh, this Vapier, year. He went. Uh, he opened up he died. Vapier. Yeah, opened up Vapier. Died. That's awesome. Yeah. He died. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Oscar's about to turn into like a. New York only photographer. I yeah, feel it. We're gonna lose him. Well, who's was that? Gonna be like, I never lived. I never lived so. in San Antonio. I lived in Austin. I lived in Austin. So if you play bass, <laughs> you play bass here in the. I, Texas I'm not even area. from Texas. I'm from. <laughs> I'm from Monterrey. Wow. Never been to Texas. I was raised so. here. It's all good. <laughs> I like how you rolled your R's there too. Monterrey. Yeah, Monterrey. You're selling it, dude. Yeah, and I'm buying it. So how how how's your 2016, any personal goals that you kind of achieved? Anything, uh, any highlights? Eventful, for sure. Yeah. Um, opened my first gallery, I'd imagine. That yeah. Cool. Yeah, that was great. I loved that it. Was, that was awesome. good. Kind of reunited the old band for a bit, so that's good. Yeah. Hopefully we get more stuff out in 2017. <clears throat> um, played? Oh, well, um, 
Played at the fucking Arneson, dude. Shit. Yeah, we did the thing. That we did the. You thing. guys looked that amazing. Was, God, too. man, never in my life that I thought I would ever do that. We joined Volcano. Well, yeah, like back up you. I mean, man, I feel like, like I know more about your past year than you do. <laughs> you joined Volcano. You started like doing all of this. Not you've been doing photography for a while, but I yeah. feel like this year has really been like, oh shit, Oscar's here. You know, like, yes. well, I know I'm going to get a good photo. You were my featured artist, my featured photographer, the photographer of the month. photographer of the month for July. And, and it went lasts, all the way from July forever. to December. <laughs> because you're awesome and that's enough. That's, that's, one of your photos from that show got onto the Express News. Which one? A lot of for, your photos uh, got January, on. January, I'm year. sure a lot of your photos got oh, wow. in everything. And, uh, yeah. I didn't know that. Well, now you do. How come fam. no one at the Express News you gotta like told me about this? I made Jesus sure Christ. that they gave you credit and everything. I didn't know. I'm gonna find it. I'll send it to you. What? Oh my gosh! You see, he's like so cool. He's um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't. I take so many. I don't keep. I don't keep track. 2016 was great. Guys. I, I don't. I don't keep track of things. <laughs> he's the only person really that like, had a good year. If anyone wants to see like Oscar Moreno's photography, you can literally go to any band that's ever played in the city. Yeah, no, that's a real thing. Oscar Moreno's photography. You were in a meme. You were in a meme. You were in a meme? <laughs> the, the oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 Oh, my yeah. gosh. The Imagine meme. Oh the Imagine meme was Oscar probably the best thing to happen in 2016. Which was the, wait, which one? It was one? so there was, accurate. There was one with all the, we got to pull that yeah. up. No, yeah, and shout out, to, we'll show it to, you. Shout out to the Imagine <laughs> folks that have, like, really, like, helped me with, from the ground up, Ezra, Don, Rachel, Irma, Armand, everyone. They've been really good. Um, but, yeah, it was a very eventful, and hopefully next year I'll be able to get more stuff better stuff out there and expanding on cinematography oh so, well there's whoa. a place here that would absolutely <laughs> love i uh i am probably going to be investing on some lenses once i fix my car and 2017 i retweeted i retweeted your uh what was it today <laughs> what did you say oh the you amazon said, today what uh Oh no, you said something this morning, like early in the morning, you're like, the day hasn't even started, but fuck today. Because your car oh, or yeah, something. My car, and I was like, yeah. same. Boom. Yeah, I was, I was that was my retweet. Yeah. It, you heard it. I, I heard a retweet. I was yeah. like, oh, retweet means same. It, yes. yes. Same. <laughs> uh, Jeanette, how was your uh, year? Any highlights? What, what, was, what was going on hmm, for you? Highlights, highlights. What were some of your. Oh, well, never mind. I don't book. know. Um. Highlights, I think I'm, I am always just shocked that I'm still in radio, to be honest. Really? It's been seven years now, and I got yeah, into it as an popular. accident. It's super, super and cool. I'm just constantly shocked that people want to be on the show. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, um, doing a lot of remotes this year is really, is really interesting. Um, honestly, this whole year for me personally has been kind of bland uh, up until about a month ago. Yeah. Um, I sort of made some big decisions. I wanted to start playing shows again. And when I, I first started yes, playing, I used to yes. play like three times a week. Uh, I used to go to Alamo and run from cops almost every single day. Well. And um, I had such a passion at the time and then thought, well, you know, realistically, I'm not going to make money singing. But maybe if I'm interviewing the band, I'll make money, right? Mm -hmm. And so here we are. But... Um, oh, wow. This past month, I kind of realized that I don't have anything to lose anymore, and yeah. I have everything to say, and um, I am a very naturally vulgar person. Um, a lot of people don't think it's that, it's because um, you're on the radio, on radio <laughs> and I'm very clean cut and NPR style, but uh, I have the worst potty mouth, and, and so I've sort of applied that to my writing style and walked away from the whole, like love story, heartbroken, what do I do thing to, like, fuck that guy. I got this, mm -hmm. you know? And, yeah, and nice. I great. got to play a show, a Christmas show, with some amazing local musicians, and uh, it gave it a try for the first time, and it was received pretty well, and um, I think that's what my next year is going to look like. Cool. Nice. It's yeah. just sort of kind of yelling at people and, and them great. paying to hear me yell at them. You live in the dream. How do I That's, that's, my, that's yeah. what I like, yeah. <laughs> Can I interview you and take pictures of you on your show? That, that, that'd be cool. Absolutely, Dang, yeah. Oscar, please. So, 91.7 yeah. 91. Sure. KRTU. You but, are here uh, with Jeanette. You need oh, to. oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's super weird. <laughs> no, it's, it's, um, it's, it, there's something so liberating about saying exactly what you want to say. Um, because when you're on stage, nobody can say, hey, don't say that. Mm -hmm. Or or even question it. They're just like, oh, shit. All right. Yeah. 
that's how she feels. So that's mm-hmm. how, how it's how it is, you know. And I think, especially for women, it's hard to have a voice. That's, yeah, that's in what the I was going to ask. As a, as a female, do you think that that it's a, a little harder? It, it definitely is. Um, but there is nothing more attractive than a woman taking honing what she really is. Mm-hmm. You know, if if I can, if a woman, any woman, no matter what she's doing, can say, "This is how I feel. I feel exactly this way," and live that truth, then she's going to have respect. And and I think most women skip that that mm-hmm. that, yeah. that part where they just go to, does he like me, or am I this enough? Am I that enough? As and, and skipping the whole confidence and I know who the fuck I am and I don't need to apologize for what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And if he likes me, me, then okay. If he doesn't, he then doesn't. cool. Yeah. There are five there are girls. There are always five other guys oh out there waiting for your ass to be single. No wow. matter your age, location, date, time, doesn't matter. There are always somebody else out there who is waiting for you to be single and it's not about you know not to say that it's all about relationships i'm just saying the the as a woman in the music industry over 10 years now i am constantly surrounded by men constantly Mm -hmm. and i'm hopefully respected well enough to be taken seriously and and i think that um being able to say no to certain things and and voicing your opinion and and saying you know what i just didn't like it Mm -hmm. try another station Mm -hmm is is how you get respect and and i think once you pass that point of like oh i'm scared i'm scared what if they don't like me what if they say this what if they say that once you get past that it is the most liberating thing and it sucks because like i went my whole 20s feeling that way of like oh shit maybe if i don't write that he's gonna think it's about him or what if i do this like i don't want this person to be here because i don't want to offend this person i don't fucking care anymore if you want to come to a show come to a show you're gonna hear what i have to say either way Fuck the H E B on Come come at me, buddy Bucks. Come at me. One eighteen Lone Star Boulevard. So, uh, that, was, <laughs> that was uh that was a lot of fun. I mean they dropped wow. this, this was yeah. the best Thank show I've ever seen. This is yeah, a, good one. This is this cool. a great oh, starter in this um, Let us know uh if you like it. And if you um, maybe want to hear some more of it, because that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Right? Like, uh, you know. I can talk all the time. Yeah. I might die again for two weeks, (laughs) so I have more stuff to talk about. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I mean, if you you enjoyed it, uh, let us know and um talk shit on facebook yeah talk oh shit, hell yeah please. Talk mad shit tell how, shit talk tell me. how at me on twitter tell me my shit sucks <laughs> don't at me though uh yeah maybe we'll do it again maybe we'll do something like it if y'all like it and uh but i mean that was great that was a lot of fun so um really yeah thanks guys thank for, you thanks, thank thanks julian so yeah, that was it. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. There was there was a lot of of great discussion in there, and a lot of good starts to discussions and and things. And we we kind of roasted Oscar a little bit, but that was cool. That was awesome. I I had a a great time doing it, and uh, I hope you had a good time listening to it. Again, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Vapure E Hookah Lounge. 5431 Grissom Road here in San Antonio, Texas for sponsoring the episode. Remember, you can get juice if you're an existing vapor. Get juice, 10 bucks juice, 50 mils for 10 bucks, or 60 mils of Beard Brand, which is a very awesome brand, uh, for $20. Or if you want to start vaping and you want to quit cigarettes or, or whatever, what, what have you for the, for the flavor. Yeah, it's gonna, it's, it's a great flavor. Um, 20 bucks for a starter kit when you buy a bottle of juice you can buy the 10 bucks juice buy a starter kit 30 bucks you're all set up for probably about a month and it's 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 a great deal that they're having for the first week of january make sure to go check that out also thank you guys for the support we really hope you enjoy our episodes our podcast don't forget patreon.com if you want to support us even more and that would be fantastic so there was a lot of talk about our band Vulcan, so I decided to, you know, we're always going to leave you with a song uh, this season, just a song to leave you out and, and uh, put some good vibes into you at the end. So I just thought maybe we should play a Vulcan song. So uh, if you haven't heard Musica Vulcan, musicavulcan.com is where you can find us. And yeah, we just released an EP in 2016. Go check it out. iTunes, Spotify, and all that stuff. So here is my band, Volcan, with the song off our EP, La Bruja Negra. Thanks, and have a good night.
Agradecido con demás gente lo hermoso tan sensacional Pero que es vida negra Y si te tapa en su maldición nunca más te resolver Anda, de viaje en alto Porque ella sabe que matarse a su escoba no la alcanzará Hijo, dice mi madre Tú que me salgas de parranda que la bruja te puede atrapar Texas Music Spotlight Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and visit our website, texasmusicspotlight.com, to find out how you can be a part of the live recordings. Until next time, please continue to support local artists and music in your hometown. We'll be right back.